0: I don't know about you, but when it comes to brain health, I am fully committed to ensuring that my brain is functioning at its very best for as long as possible. And my inspiration here is my mother's mother, my grandma Rachel, who at 90 years old is as sharp as a tack witty, and let me tell you, nothing gets past her. No questions, no gossip, no nothing. She is on top of it. That is the level of brain function that I wanna have in my 90s. So today, the biggest concept I want you to walk away from is this, I want you to know that you can make a big difference towards your brain health and you can prevent cognitive decline and Alzheimer's disease. You have a lot more control around this than you think. Now, because this topic affects all of us, Today, I'm sharing the five critical steps that you can take each day to reduce cognitive decline. And the best news is it doesn't matter what age you are for these steps to make a difference. But before I dive into these steps, which I am so excited to share with you today, I wanna quickly let you know that as of two weeks ago, I launched my Shorty episodes. Now, you may have noticed they're happening on Wednesday and by mid-August, they'll be happening twice a week on Monday and Wednesday. Now, the reason why I chose to create these very short episodes is to provide you with easy, actionable wins and information that you can begin to implement immediately, like the day of or the next day. My goal is to always keep them five to eight minutes long and to stack them with science-based solutions that you can integrate into your life easily and seamlessly. So be on the lookout for tomorrow's episode, which is all about when's the best time to eat dessert to support your blood sugar and your insulin levels. Now, I bet you're wondering if I'm going to be like, there's no time, that's a good time, but that is not true. There is a good time where you can have your cake and eat it too. Tune on in tomorrow for that shorty episode on Wednesday. So now that you know all about the shorty episodes happening on Wednesday and soon to be released on Monday, too. Let's get right into it. First things first, when it comes to protecting your brain, the primary focus needs to be all about food. Now, when it comes to this critical step, there are a couple of factors to consider that I'm gonna dive into. Now remember that food is information and nutrients that is gonna be your future brain. So the question is, is do you want a tortilla chips, nachos and french fries brain, or do you want a salmon and diverse salad brain, right? you know what I'm choosing. I'm choosing the latter because I literally had salmon and a big, diverse salad for lunch just a couple minutes ago. So no matter how many times I was offered chips over the weekend during the holiday weekend or saw chips during the 4th of July events, I kept thinking, what would my future brain love? And let me tell you, My future brain said no to those chips. And I just, knowing that certain chips have hydrogenated oils and they can get rancid, they've got preservatives, also chips 100% spike my blood sugar. It's just, it is a no. It's a no for me. I would much rather have some diverse veggies like tomatoes, carrots, and cucumbers with a really sexy guacamole. All right, so given that... The number one step is reduce inflammation by eating gut and liver loving foods that are also anti-inflammatory. Now I know that's a mouthful, but it's totally doable. So in this step, I'm gonna break down the best ways to feed your brain. And first and foremost, the first thing that's super important here is getting a lot of fiber. I'm talking about 40 grams to 50 grams of fiber a day. This means veggies on your plate, mostly non-starchy veggies on your plate, but even non-starchy veggies can get the job done. So as you know, processed foods and sugar disrupts the integrity of our gut lining and the blood brain barrier, spiking our glucose and driving up inflammation. Processed foods and sugar lead to inflammation in the whole body and then inside of the brain. Next, it's important that we eat a lot of healthy fats. Now, the brain, if you didn't know, is made up mostly of healthy fats. So healthy fats are gonna be very nourishing and the building blocks for ensuring that your brain is firing on all cylinders. So recommended healthy fats come from walnuts, flax seeds, avocado, salmon, olive oil, olives, and ghee. These are some of my favorite staples that we integrate every single day in our house. Next is to protect your gut. Now I know I have episodes on protecting your gut, but I just wanna speak into it really quickly. The reason why it's so important is what's happening in your gut is also gonna be what's happening in the brain. So eating, focusing on probiotic and prebiotic foods is gonna be huge here. Things like bone broth, lots of veggies, lots of fiber, also fermented foods. The variety of fermented foods are gonna be huge at helping to grow the right bacteria and the, the right microbiome so that your brain is functioning properly. Next, a big one is keeping blood sugar and insulin stable. Impaired insulin or insulin resistance is associated with Alzheimer's disease in both men and women. 60% of cognitive decline can be prevented by managing blood sugar alone. It is that powerful. So if there's anything you walk away from here, it is keeping blood sugar stable. Now, if you're looking for great recipes to feed your gut, your liver, and your brain, Check out part three of my eomenopause book, my latest book. Literally everything you need, shopping lists, yes and no foods guide, recipes, a meal plan. I mean, there is no guesswork here. I lay it all out for you. You just need the book. You need to go to the grocery store and you are set. Honestly, what more do you need to get started today? I will have the link in the episode for the book so you can go check it out. Number two super critical here, something that I practice every single day, and that is restricting your eating window with intermittent fasting. So a fast of 12 to 18 hours overnight can make a huge difference. And I'll talk a little bit about the nuances right now. So intermittent fasting may help the brain ward off neurodegenerative disease like Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia and even Parkinson's while improving mood and memory. So there's not only long-term benefits to this, but there's also short-term immediate benefits. Now the way our DNA evolved is that we really should be eating within an eight hour eating window with an overnight 16 hour fast. Overnight fasting clears out all the gunk in our cells. I call it like a shampooing of our brain or like a little brain car wash where we're just pulling all that amyloid plaque and toxins and debris from the day. Most importantly... It also helps to control blood sugar. And as I mentioned earlier, 60% of cognitive decline can be prevented by managing blood sugar. Now, the best way to do this is to stop eating after dinner around 6 p.m. That's my sweet spot. And then start eating again at 10 a.m. the following day. Now, most of the time, thank goodness, you are sleeping. So I know you can do this. Now, I recommend that women start slowly at first and ramp up to a 12-hour eating window and 12 hour fast, and then move to a 14 hour fast, 10 hour eating window, and then a 16 hour fast, eight-hour eating window to stabilize your blood sugar, support your mitochondria, and really the cleanup of your brain cells. Also note that if you can get up to a 17 to 18-hour fast, you're then in cellular autophagy where your cells are literally in major cleanup mode, which can massively extend your longevity. So just something to think about. Even if you can just do an 18-hour fast a couple times a month, makes a massive difference on your overall longevity and vitality. Number three, We're moving into sleep, right? We know sleep is important. Whew, I don't, I know it. Sleep seven to nine hours every night. Find that sweet spot for you. And remember, good quality sleep is shampooing your brain. That's why I love that, that fasting window of at least 12 hours that gives your brain an opportunity to really go and clean itself up. One study showed that while you sleep, your glymphatic system might clear beta amyloid that's a protein associated with Alzheimer's disease more rapidly than it does when you're awake. But certain toxins like alcohol can slow down the lymphatic system and may inhibit the removal of toxins. So you know that evening wind down may actually be disrupting your sleep. I have a whole episode on alcohol as well and slow down your brain's ability to actually go and clean up shop. And that's a lot of because your brain is really starving and doesn't have that opportunity to take a break when you've been drinking alcohol, right? We know that alcohol is a neurotoxin, hands down. All right, number four. Exercise 30 to 60 minutes, 46 times a week. Really what this comes down to is moving your body. I would love it if you walk, 30 minutes a day, right? Not only for your blood sugar, but for your bones, your cardiovascular system, your mood, everything. Better yet, go and walk outside even better, right? I am a big fan of walking, weightlifting, Peloton, bike riding, getting where you fit in, dance parties. We do a lot of dance parties at my house. But what we know is that exercise increases the brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is like fertilizer for the soil of your brain. Exercising four more times a week is associated with having a lower risk of dementia literally having it in 50% less dementia when you move your body so it's never too late even physical activity in patients 65 and older with cognitive impairment and or dementia can improve cognitive function so true this was a study done in 2004 now all types of exercise aerobic resistance multimodal benefits women more than men just heads up exercise is a major game changer for us Number five, enhance brain function with brain boosting supplementation. Probably the fastest way to experience a brain boost in terms of concentration, memory efficiency, and overall alertness, all of which I like to call firing on all cylinders, is with key supplementation. So here are the top cofactors, vitamins minerals and adaptogenic herbs that will move the needle in a big way when you're taking these supplements on a consistently daily basis remember again all of this is about consistency all of this is about consistently giving your brain that opportunity to clean consistently sleeping properly consistently feeding your body brain loving foods consistently supplementing what i love about supplementation in particular is that it can be a very fast win like you can start to feel major brain boosting wins from supplementation while you are integrating these other lifestyle strategies. So let's get into it. Let's kick off with some of the most important ones. First and foremost, I think, and we talked a little bit about this in the food category, is omega-3 fatty acids, DHA and EPA. Most people do not need to take an additional supplement if they're getting two or more servings of fatty fish every single week. But if you have an aversion to fish, this is one of the most helpful brain supplements available. DHA has been proven to increase brain function and strengthen its function while EPA decreases inflammation to allow for increased blood flow. It's absolutely essential for pregnant women to supplement with DHA and EPA if they aren't getting enough omegas in their diet already. So we eat salmon multiple times a week, but I still feel the need to supplement with omegas as well. Number two, rhodiola. This is a game changer. Like you take rhodiola for seven days, you will feel like a different person. While it's traditionally used to prevent altitude sickness and help cope with cold climates, rhodiola is an adaptogenic herb and its uses as a mood enhancer and an anti-fatigue agent. Literally taking rhodiola into seven days will help to increase serotonin levels, which can improve overall mood and may improve reasoning skills as well. Rhodiola can enhance energy metabolism and increase the capacity for mitochondria to produce energy-rich compounds in the brain, as well as in the muscles, the liver, and the blood. I mean, if you need instant energy, take rhodiola for seven days. Rhodiola was also found to protect humans against physical and mental stresses, fatigue, heat, cold, toxins, and radiation. If there was a super herb out there, this is it. Next is activated B vitamins, including B12. B12. It is important to take care of methylation. It's your body's biochemical super pathway because it's a major role in detoxification pathways and in brain function. Methylation is mainly supported by B vitamins, so taking activated B vitamins such as B9, B6, And B12, game change. Like, we have to have them. Almost 40% of Americans are deficient in B12, which can result in difficulties with fatigue, memory, mental fogginess, and even depressed mood. B12 helps with the normal functioning of the central nervous system, including the brain. People with higher levels of B12 seem to have less brain shrinkage as they get older. So taking b 12 when you're deficient can also be addressing memory issues mental clarity overall energy and a depressed mood however if you're not deficient in b12 it's still important to take it on a consistent level right just be consistent with it personally i'm a big fan of my activated b complete complex because it's all methylated the dosage in that that b complex it's just phenomenal like it will literally shift your labs and ensure that you're getting the optimal dosage because our hormones our energy our reproductive system and our liver so desperately need b vitamins you know it's important to be taking a multi-b vitamin every single day number four vitamin d I know I talk a lot about vitamin D. Other than thyroid hormones, vitamin D is the only other hormone every cell in your body needs to thrive. Low levels of vitamin D have been linked to things as increased depression, suicide rates, decreased memory, and cases of Alzheimer's. Vitamin D helps to support the creation of new neural connections. The most recent data shows from the National Health and Nutritional Examination Survey of 2005 to 2006 analyzed the vitamin D levels of 5,000 adults finding that 41% were deficient. The number of people suffering from suboptimal and deficient vitamin D in an age where we get less outdoor time is sure to be even much higher, right? To make it worse, national recommendations for vitamin D are significantly less than what people require. So after 10 years of supplementation, I can tell you personally and checking my vitamin D levels every single year, not only for myself, but I've watched, I've looked at so many labs over the years, I can tell you that most adults in northern altitude with dark winters like we have will need about 5,000 units daily to reach an optimal level of 40 to 70 nanograms per milliliter. So if you want to preserve brain health, then you need to start optimizing those vitamin D levels, usually through a combination of diet, safe sun exposure, and supplementation. Now, I'll tell you, I am obsessed with my essentially whole vitamin D. I was literally just talking to my mom about it. She's mega dosing because she was exposed to COVID this week. And vitamin D is such a power player in helping to support the immune system. But you know we need an average of 5,000 units every single day and my vitamin D, the essentially whole vitamin D complete will move the needle on your vitamin D levels. I've seen it in so many labs and but most importantly in my own labs with having Hajimoto's thyroiditis and, and thyroid concerns, what we always see or often see in patients with low thyroid function and Hajimoto's induced low thyroid function is that vitamin D levels are always deficient. And so especially someone like, me being consistent with taking vitamin D every single day is a game changer. So just something to be thinking about. You know, you think about omegas, vitamin D, a complete B vitamin complex. These are just non-negotiables when it comes to helping to ensure our body has what it needs. A brain booster that I love is phosphatidylserine. So phosphatidylserine is both amino acids and fatty acids, which aid in cellular functioning, especially the brain, can help treat depression, helps at least short-term cognitive functioning in patients with Alzheimer's helps reduce ADHD symptoms and improves memory functioning it also helps to reduce the stress response system which I love now serine is produced in the body but we get most of it from the intake of food when food isn't enough or we are in greater need of this vital molecule supplementation is definitely another option it's a key building block for the billions of cells in your brain And phosphatidylserine improves cognitive function before a bout of exercise. So it's a great one to take for regular gym goers to boost their brain and body. But I think it's a big one to take every day anyway. Phosphatidylserine is critical in the maintenance of cellular function, especially when the brain is concerned. And so that's why it is in one of my favorite game-changing brain supplements, which is my NeuroPlus support. Now, this is a supplement that I curated over the last year. I haven't talked a lot about it, but man, I should be. It is a supplement that I take every single day to keep me sharp and focused on the many tasks that I'm juggling all of the time. My formulation Neuro Plus Support supplement is something I take in the morning. I take two capsules at breakfast to kickstart my day as a part of my morning routine. And the reason why I formulated it, I formulated it with women in mind, especially as we navigate perimenopause and menopause. But men can 100% use it too. My husband's been using Neuro Plus Support for about six months now with amazing results. He really wanted to zone in on his focus and concentration, and it has been epic for that. Now, my goal was to enhance overall brain function and provide repair building blocks for brain phospholipids, critical structures and components of synapses of neurons so that you can keep thinking clearly while protecting your memory, focus, and mood. I formulated it to assist with the most important aspects of brain health, such as energy production, mitochondrial support, and antioxidant protection. This is the trifecta for keeping the brain healthy, right? Cell energy production, mitochondrial support, and antioxidant protection. NeuroPlus Support contains some of the biggest powerhouse players when optimizing dosage. So we're talking about 500 milligrams of acetyl-L-carnitine. It's got 100 milligrams of phosphatidylserine, which we just talked about a second ago. It's got ginkgo biloba in it and 250 milligrams of cetylcholine. And choline, let me tell you, this is a a very potent part of choline. Um, Cetylcholine, it just delivers. I took choline throughout my entire pregnancy. I continue to take it. It is such a big brain optimizer. I think it should be a part of everyone's daily recommendations. Also, I what's a really special sexy ingredient here is this unique coffee fruit concentrate extract from the whole coffee cherry now it's not found in the coffee beans themselves so it doesn't contain any caffeine but there are these amazing phytonutrients and antioxidants and like phytochemicals that have been shown to boost alertness and focus and man can you feel a difference in 10 days again no caffeine at all but it's just these like compounds that just get you super sharp and ready to tackle your day. So if you've been struggling with word recall or having a difficult time focusing or even concentrating at work or in the middle of a task, NeuroPlus Plus Support is worth trying for a month to see how you feel. Now, I'm not going to lie, it's not my cheapest supplement because of the superior quality of ingredients, but Neuro Plus Support is totally, it's worth its weight in gold because it transforms the way your brain functions and I don't know about you but that is so critical for me in the work that I do and showing up for my family and just being feeling like my body and my brain is working properly so I'm going to have the link for NeuroPlus support in this episode along with a couple of the other essentially whole supplements that I listed today. So now that you have my comprehensive list of supplements to boost and protect your brain, along with the other four critical steps needed to keep your brain healthy for many, many, many years to come, I want you to know that although it may feel like a lot, I bet that you're all doing, you're doing many of the things that I talked about today, and it's just a matter of tweaking them a little bit more. And that's the thing about health, right? We're always learning based on the information that we receive to tweak and optimize that's best for our body. Now, for me... All five of these critical steps are non-negotiable because the short-term gains are equally as important as the long-term gains. I feel my best when I'm doing all of these things consistently. Like I've done all of them already today. I've taken my supplements, I'm eating gut hormone, brain-healthy foods. I did a 15-hour fast last night. I already exercised for an hour. I did a 25-minute upper body routine. I ran stairs, and I walked on the beach for 30 minutes. And I slept. I slept at least eight hours, and I got a really good um, HRV score last night wearing my whoop strap. So feeling pretty good today. And because what I love about this is because all these steps are very actionable, if you're down for it, I'd love for you to share how you're implementing them into your life in your IG stories or in your posts. And when you do that, hashtag hormone CEO, because I want to know, I want to know what's working best for you. And as always, thank you so much for listening in to the Essentially You podcast today. I hope that you found this episode to be supportive because the goal is, is to provide tools to rock your hormones and feel amazing in your body. Now, if there's someone in your life that needs to hear this today or that you just feel could just use a healthy dose of this kind of information, take a moment, screenshot it, send it on over to them via text message or share it on social media. Let people know what you're listening to. That way we continue to spread the word about hormone literacy. And again, if you do share an episode, hashtag hormone CEO. Until the next episode, have an amazing day.